Welcome to the tonight's The Report special Sunday night post Super Bowl edition. We're going to get this going, bro. We're going to get this going. All right, here we go. Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, man? Can you hear me? All right, Mike, uh, what I want to talk about, Super Bowl just wrapped up, Mike, and we, we got to hit this up, bro. So we're talking about, you know, two organizations, elite organizations between the Niners and Kansas City. And uh, we, it begs the question, how far is Dallas from reaching a Super Bowl appearance, Mike? Oh, man, they're, they're far away. Uh, you know, we need – and it's on both sides of the ball. This ain't a, this ain't a quarterback, you know, pod bean hate speech this is a team pod bean um, concern right um, you look at what these defenses did our defense can't do that our defense couldn't stop jordan love we're not stopping patrick mahomes in those moments in those in those times right there look how much the 49ers invested in that defense randy gregory trace young Hardgraves, bosa you got fred warner you have so many pieces that they, they built for that defense to go win them a Super Bowl, and when it was on the line for that defense to step up, they didn't do it. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, Joe. Micah Parsons ain't disruptive like Boza was with Patrick Mahomes. He just ain't. Uh, our corners, uh, I, I think it would have been the same result or worse if that Cowboys defense was on that field right right to, to today. I think... Uh, and then you look at our offense, I don't think we go match touchdowns or field goals like Purdy did. Just from what I've seen from the playoff Cowboys, playoff deck, whatever you want to call it, I haven't seen enough to say, you know what, my Dallas Cowboys can do this. Because if we did, they would have been there, Joe. And they weren't there. They lost to a seventh seed, being second seed. And the Cowboys are far away from doing anything like what the 49ers and Chiefs just put. Yeah, man, I, I totally agree, man. And it, and it's not that, you know, we're talking in the moment. I mean, we're talking reality here, man. Uh, and you laid it all out correctly. And I totally agree with everything you're saying. I mean, we, we're, we're far off, man. I mean, I would say that we're, we're even closer to going the opposite direction next season, depending on how this thing goes, because this team they they just try to sell you on a bunch of bs you know they go the cheap route with everything man they don't go all in you you laid it out with the 49ers they went they they got aggressive yeah they went and got gregory they got chase young you know he could be a, a first round bust or whatever you want to call it, but still they went out and attempted to fortify their team and the cowboys they just go the cheap route in free agency the nfl draft is super overrated. Will McClay has been riding the coattails of, of drafting Zach Martin in his first draft or whatever the hell you want to call it. And, and it's been 
not not good, not good. You you, you went over it uh, in your broadcast, and we've been talking about it for a while now. Uh, Cowboys fans just keep kissing Will McClay's ass as a, as if he is some great NFL drafting machine, and it's just not the case. And yeah, man, we're I feel like we're far off, bro. We we there's we wouldn't been able to go toe to toe with these guys. There's no freaking way. Not 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 in that that high pressure situation and that's and that's the problem with Dak. When we're looking at the quarterback, the playoff lights are too bright for him, bro. Too bright. For- yeah, definitely deer in the headlight looks for Dak Prescott. Um just I, I just don't think you know he he can go toe to toe with Mahomes. You look a couple of years ago when the Cowboys held their defense held Mahomes to 19 points. And Dak and the offense couldn't get 19 points to go beat Pat Mahomes at Arrowhead Stadium. You fast forward now, you know, it's kind of, it's basically the same team. I don't think we do this. I don't think we do this with Dak. Dak, I I, don't want to make this a Dak beat-up session, but we know that he's not capable of winning these type of games that was put on. And shout-out to Purdy. Brock Purdy there. I mean, I mean, he went toe to toe. His defense let him down. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know that it, it takes a system, Joe. It takes a system, and the way we went out with the Packers, Joe. Obviously, there's no system for Dak Prescott to succeed in a game management situation. We don't have a running game. We don't have a really good solid offensive line, and we don't have a defense that can bail Dak Prescott out. And Dak Prescott can't go toe to toe with the best. That's been proven time and time again. Cowboys, man, the, the, after today, after today's game with with two of the best National Football League teams and Niners and Chiefs, we're not we're we're, we're not even ready. Yeah, it, it <laughs> it's just the reality of it, man. That we're we're not, we're not close, man. We're I would say we're maybe second tier. I maybe even third tier as far as a playoff type of team where it's the organization as a whole just doesn't match up to, to Kansas city and the 49ers. They're aggressive. They don't BS around with the quarterback position. If the, if the guy's not getting it done, they don't let it go. Still they they get aggressive and get their guy. Both those teams have done that. Oh, Alex Smith. He's good, but let's get Mahomes. Oh, we drafted Lance, but he's been injured. Let's go get, you know, let, let's see who can win out the, the position. And Purdy showed up and has solidified that position. They're not afraid of drafting quarterbacks, you know, and bringing in quarterbacks and having competition and having people push your starter. You know, Mike, like we've been talking about, Dak has never had that look over his shoulder kind of guy. And I think that's that's detrimental to your team. There's no competition there, so... It's a cakewalk for him, dude. So it's like this team is is very far away, bro. Uh, running back by committee, they tried to sell it to us. Fans ate it up. Wide receiver by committee, oh, let's trade for Brandon Cooks. Let's make the fans think we're doing something. He didn't show up till halfway through the season. Michael Gallup disappeared. Jalen Tobert, third round bust, bro. So this team is is way way far off. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, Joe. You, you break all that down, and, you know, it's a reality check. And, you know, the, the Rainbows and Unicorn fans, they won't see this. They won't believe it. Um, 
you know, I'm, we're not about pointing fingers. We're about talking reality here with the Frisco Report, Cowboys blog, Cowboys corner. Um, you know, it ain't figure pointing. It's just reality of the truth. And, and, and it's a big pill to swallow because how much time we invest uh, into the star. We're not just fans. We talk about the star daily, constantly thinking about it. We're obsessed with it almost. And when they go out and perform like they did against the Packers, it's a, it's a dagger to the heart for the real fans, for the real fans, not, not, not the players fans, the fans of the Dallas Cowboys. And it's two different things, Joe, there's Cowboy player fans and there's Dallas Cowboy fans where all we care about is that star. We don't care about individual success. We want team success. And if there's one guy holding the team down, we're going to point at that one guy and say, you got to go. And because you ain't it, I don't care about EPA. I don't care about MVP. I don't care about all pro, pro bowls. I care about Super Bowls, Joe. That's what I care about. And that's what we're trying to relay to these Dallas Cowboy fans or these player fans is we care about Super Bowls, not individual success. And right now, the only thing that these cow these player fans are hanging their hat on is individual success, and it blows my. It's true, bro. It's it's like the bar has been set to, you know, to to lower standards. Like, I mean, you said it. Like, you know, Pro Bowl odds, the NFL top one hundred bull crap. Uh, Michael Parsons doing the podcast. You got you got players talking about effort, burn being burnt out. I mean, we're talking about vets saying these. You know, it, it's uh, it's disturbing, man. It, it's 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 not championship DNA. It, it is not championship DNA. It's pretender DNA. It's we'll do just enough in the regular season, and we'll break your hearts in the in in the playoffs type of crap, bro. So. <laughs> yeah man it's it's crazy bro i'm I'm already thinking ahead mike I, honestly like who's gonna be there next year and to me i feel like I, I feel like just looking at a crystal ball i feel like it's gonna be san francisco and the packers for some reason in the nfc championship maybe detroit is in the mix there mike what do you think oh i, I think it's gonna be the 49ers in detroit again in the nfc championship game uh, because you look at the Cowboys, what they got to build, they got to get linebackers. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I mean, what scared me the most, Joe, about these Dallas Cowboys is Mike McCarthy's one-year season. How does he approach this? Does he panic and have really bad game clock management issues? Because the amount of pressure he's going to be on. And let's just say the Dallas Cowboys don't extend Dak Prescott. What type of pressure will Dak be under in a prove-it year, right? So they're, they're, it could really make or break this team depending on the direction the Joneses go. But if you're looking in the crystal ball right now, Joe, I think it's going to be the Lions and the Niners in the NFC Championship game again just because how much the Cowboys have to build this team up. Running game, O-line, linebacker, defensive tackle ain't even fixed yet. Just um, so much you got to build, whether that's free agency or whether that's the draft, they have to come in here and adapt to what 
the culture is. And right now it's a soft culture. Hopefully they can bring some dogs in where the Dallas lights don't, doesn't even matter. It's what, what matters is winning. What matters is football where we don't have guys that say they're burnt out and tired, where we don't have quarterbacks that score for the for the opposing team before they score for their own team. I need winners, and we need winners now. Yeah, facts, bro, facts. That, that's, that's, that's everything that, that's, that we need. And, um, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's going to be an interesting offseason for the Cowboys. And, and you laid it out, man. There, it's a lot of work, and it seems like every year it's that, and every year it's a gimmick for the Cowboys, trying to sell the trying to sell the fan base on on something, you know. Oh, all, this year it's all in and bigger linebackers. Let's see what these guys do. Uh, let's see how it translates to the team success. But yeah, the 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 one year, uh, the you know, could be a lame duck season. You know, like what do you get? That's a very very valid point. Very valid point for Dak Prescott as well. Uh, you bring in Mike Zimmer, you know it, it, what? What were the details behind that? Because at one point it even seemed like it wasn't a, a closed deal. Like, is he getting some promises behind the scenes as far as like you're going to be here if we get rid of McCarthy, you'll be here for the next coaches or DC? Like, it, it makes you wonder because that's the way the Cowboys operate. They always have co coordinators in place. Before the coach, it seems like, Mike. Yeah, no, and, and we, we've talked about this before, you know, because if Mike Zimmer comes to Dallas, Mike McCarthy doesn't want Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer's looking for another job, right? So Mike Zimmer has to protect his family. Um, and so, you know, it, it, Rex Ryan sounds like he really wants to be part of this organization. What does that look like? If they don't go with the Mike Zimmer, let's say Mike Zimmer just balls out or holds out and says, I'll wait out a year and see what happens, right? And then Rex Ryan takes that chance and see what happens. But I need someone that's going to really put winning mentality into these players. I, I need I, I need, I need, someone that's going to speak up and, and, you know, and tell their quarterback, I need you to step up. I need you to be a winner here. I, I need someone to get in CD Lamb and say, grow up, dude. You're in the National Football League. You're supposed to be a number one wide receiver. I, whether that's a defensive coach or whether that's a free agent player or whether that's a rookie, give me somebody with Sean Lee leadership mentality and let's see where this thing goes. Mike, you know, you know what just hit me right now? The Cowboys, they never perform well when they have cameras in their face, whether it's uh, hard knocks, prime. Uh, what the hell was that series called? It was like they did the thing with prime video, right? And Netflix has the one with the quarterbacks, if you remember, right? It was, it was Mahomes, uh, it, yeah, it was Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Mariota, right? I would not be surprised, bro, if we find out sometime during the off season that Dak Prescott was part of that Netflix series this past season, bro. I would not be surprised, bro. <laughs> That's very interesting. I, I, the rumor. I mean, Dak said he turned it down, but we'll see. You know, I don't, I don't think Dak. I don't think Dak's character. I don't think he would lie. You know, the off the field Dak, I absolutely love and admire, but the on the field Dak, I just can't get jiggy with. Um, but I, you know, if if, if no, I don't think Dak would lie to us. He said he didn't do it. He called Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning said he wouldn't do it. So Dak said he wouldn't do it. Uh, that's that quarterback series. 
Um, but you know, th- th- this team has bigger issues than than that, dude. I I, I feel like just just this the culture between fans and players. I mean, it's soft to Charmin. Um, you know, shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out to Mahomes. I mean, you you talked about it on Twitter. They trade up. They had Alex Smith there. They go get. They go be aggressive. Mahomes sits on a bench for a year, Joe, and comes in here now, and he wants three rings in five years. You know, and 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 he had a really good defense. I mean, this is probably the best defense Mahomes has had. Um, but I know quarterbacks like that are hard to find. But you know, find you a Brock Purdy type of quarterback. You know, you don't have to find you a Mahomes. Find you a Brock Purdy type of quarterback that can manage the game and make those throws and, you know, don't let a lot of pressure get to him. You know, I, I, I think Brock Purdy is on a whole nother level from an eight-year quarterback who was drafted in the fourth round and Dak Prescott than Brock Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant, basically an undrafted free agent. Basically, that's what he is. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what it is. The these organizations, and I, I'm including the Packers as well, like these guys, they have bona fide starters. And at some point, they're like, they can read the they can read the future and be like, we got to start looking for the next guy. Packers had Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, drafted Jordan Love, who has basically sat on the bench for like three seasons, you know? But they invested a first round pick on him, and now he the you know the upward trajectory on him. I, I expect them to be in the mix next year with uh, Jordan Love, another young. No, you're absolutely right, Joe. And you know they they threw out a fourth round pick for Trey Lance for a reason. I think uh, you know post June one is very significant with Dak Prescott's contract. I think. Uh, you know, I think they want to look at Trey Lance here. If they don't extend Dak Prescott, they want to look at Trey Lance in OTAs, mini camps, and possibly training camp because you got the post June one there. Um, I don't know if Mike McCarthy wants to go all in with Trey Lance with his p- potentially last season. Um, but how do you maneuver that? How does Jerry want to? I don't believe Jerry believes in Dak Prescott. I really don't. Um, I really don't think. Jerry believes in Dak as much as maybe Stephen Jones believes. Maybe neither of them believe in Dak. Because, and the reason why I bring that point up, because Jerry Jones has never looked at a player and said, I overpaid for you in over 30 years he's owned the Cowboys. Just never. And Dak Prescott was the only player he's ever done that to. So it's going to be really tricky this offseason, but there's going to be distractions. There, there's it, it, Dak doesn't get signed or something happens with that contract just for the simple fact of locker room morale. So, I don't. They should have just fired Dan Quinn. They should have fired Mike McCarthy, and then they should have. They would have had a better placement with Dak Prescott. I, I don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna do it. But Cowboys, man, they 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 got so many elephants in the room. There's no, there, there's no room for. Yeah, you said it, man. I mean, it it really is a house of cards. It's a game of whack a mole. They gotta have everything perfect. They can't have any HBO, Prime Video, Netflix. They can't have the distractions because these guys already feel like they're Hollywood. I mean, and they are, you know, like Bill Parcells said, this, you're you're on Broadway, you know, coaching the Cowboys. It's it's your top bill, and I think you get drafted by the Cowboys. They fall into that culture as oh, we're the Yankees, we're the Lakers, we're the best of the best. But where are the rings? Where are the where are those Lombardies? You know what I mean? It's like they get drafted and oh, we made it. 
I, I made it. You know what I mean? It's it's not even a team, uh, a cohesive team anymore here, man. It, it, it's it's kind of sad. Yeah, it all goes back to that individual success. And, you know, if the fans adopt it, which they are, I mean, you just check Twitter. I mean, it, it's it, it, it's cultish behavior when it comes to Dak Prescott. There's a, there has to be an underlining deal. And that, that's why Cowboy Nation, is, it, it's so hard to be a fan of the star just because how much division we have. You know, we got anti-Dak, we got pro-Dackers. We can't never meet in the middle, Joe. And, uh, and then that's, we're always battling each other, whether it's debates or this, that, or the third. Just And it all boils down to one person, Jerry Jones. You know, I, I think if the Dallas Cowboy fans protest the the first three home games, protest training camp, don't show up, don't even show up for drafts, the Cowboys section be empty, you know, protest it, do something. That, But we, we can't ever unite to do that. As big as we are, we're literally powerless for how big Cowboy Nation is. And we fans need to get on the same accord. And, and you know, how, how, are we going to go 20 more years, 10 more years, 15, 30, 60 years total without winning another Lombardi? It, it, it's depressing. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm just rambling at this point. No, I hear what you're saying, man. And um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do, man. We'll see. We'll see what the Cowboys do uh, in the off season. You know, free agency. Is it really all in, or are they talking just all in with our free agents? Jerry is very sneaky with his wording. It's almost like he has double meanings, and uh, you know, you just never know what they're gonna do in the NFL draft. The NFL draft is. They've shown that they can be influenced by coaches. It's not fully controlled by Will McClay like it's been, you know, perceived to be, you know. Um, we're still doing some weird shit, you know, in free agency and, and, and NFL draft. And um, but we'll see what we do here, Mike. We got we got a long offseason to go. We got the NFL combine coming up, so we'll definitely hit that up. And, uh, you know, uh, pro days. We'll have more mock drafts coming out, free agency coming up here in March already. So it's a lot a lot of fast-moving parts coming up here for the Cowboys in our season. But as you and I pointed out right now, we're far off from being in, in, in this uh, this tournament. Yeah, we are, Joe. We, we are. They, they, there's so many what-ifs and how-tos, and it's going to be interesting how the Cowboys attack this. But uh, – God, I just don't want them to extend Dick Prescott, dude. I, I just don't need that. Don't want that. This organization will will suffer if if they put Dak at the helm. You have to get younger. You have. To. Yeah, no, that you you do, and it's it's if they're all about analytics, like they say they do, they have to see that this is a young quarterbacks league, man. Dak is absolutely on the wrong side of the thirties. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you have the one-offs like a Peyton Manning, but he's a Hall of Famer, or a Matt Stafford, where that team went all in that year just to get to the Super Bowl and win it. The Cowboys, they don't do either of that. So they're going to go in. They're stubborn. But uh, we have a lot a lot more to talk about, Mike, um, but that's going to be it for now. Let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already. Yeah, Cowboys Corner on YouTube. 
uh, and uh, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter. If you're very weak-hearted, do not follow me on Twitter. You'll get your heart. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's all we have tonight, guys. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace out, everybody.